Okay. Awesome. So here we are back at it again on the Monday evening, the first Monday of 2022. I welcome you all as usual on the Monday evening. It's a wild card show. I believe Wynn just joined in, and let's see what we are going to do tonight. Welcome, Wynn. Hi, guys. Hi, how you doing? Who's that? Sean. Ken. Ken. Mississauga. Ken. Ken, Toronto, Mississauga, yeah. I'm sorry, say that again, Ken. Did anyone else join in? Ken from Mississauga, Toronto area. Canada. Who was that? Uh, uh, Lauren, Lauren, welcome, Lauren. Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hello, Terry. Welcome, honey. Hi. Hello. Hi, Terry. We do have an echo. Anyone else? Feel free to say your name and location. Uh, when it's Ken from Mississauga. I got one quick question for you. You there, Wynn? Welcome to the phone call. Please say name and location. Join Squim. Welcome, Joy. Hi. Hi. Hi, Joy. Hi. And welcome to all of you listening in online through BBS Radio. Happy Monday. Thank you for being here. Joy, do you have black eyes up there? I'm yeah. sure we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got. I, I, I went to find out the hard way. I walked out to get my my paper and slipped and fell out oh. really hard on my left shoulder. And for new people, it may not trigger it because you didn't go through a long. But don't use your vocals. Jenny. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Janine from Salt Lake City. <laughs> right, Janine Rock, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Janine. Hello. All right. Vin is gearing things up. We'll be taking off here shortly. Put yeah. your seatbelt on. <laughs> And again, if you just joined in online through BBS, we welcome you. Thank you for being here. And as we do since some time already, on the Monday evening, right after the wildcard one-hour show from 6 to 7 p.m., we go over to a different conference call, which is our daily Whole Planet Healing Gathering from 7 to 8 Pacific, and BBS is broadcasting this show on Mondays, so right right after this show, and also on Wednesdays, right after the questions and answers with the Elohim show. So if you're listening on BBS and what we talk about, what's being discussed over here interests you, then please hang on after the hour 
And then what we do here on the conference call, as usual, this is a simulcast. We switch over to a different phone line. And then BBS is going to join in on the other phone line. And what we do during whole planet healing is our target. Eyes, our eyes. Phone. Yes, go ahead. Eyes, it's too complicated. But tell them, tell them at the end. So if they got connected with this call, then they might stay on the other, you know, the following one. Otherwise, right, if people you. aren't... No, no, let me just explain. If right. people aren't engaged and you give them all these details, they just go unconscious, okay? <laughs> yeah. And it's... <laughs> it's about engagement. Like, if I say something, I try to engage people. Would you like to say your name in your city? Roger in Austin. Roger. Hi, Roger. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Now, you know what? I love highs. If it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be doing these calls. Because when we first started, he started helping and saying hello to everybody. And it just helped so much to anchor the energy. And, you know, if I'm going to say something, you know, Heist, did I, did I embarrass you when I said that? No, not at all. You, you, I, I'm completely, I'm familiar with you. When I've gotten used to you <laughs> yeah, okay. over the years. <laughs> and I totally agree. I see uh, what you're saying. I was trying to kill some dead uh, yeah. airtime over here. No, no. Never kill dead airtime because then everyone dies with you. Cause, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, here's what I'm going to say. And I'm, I am not BSing when I say this, but you have to investigate it to figure out if it's real. And I'm not egotistical either. I don't even want this to be true. Too much responsibility. But we are doing something on this call that has never happened in the history of mankind. Okay? And... It's like, who's making all that noise? I'm, I'm trying to tackle them. Um, let's just mute them all. Okay, yeah, that's, okay. that's amazing. Muted. You want to start the recording, Win? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. The recording has started. This is January 3rd. 2022, and I have to congratulate myself because I'm remembering to say 2022. You know how hard it is to remember a new year when it first starts? But in any case, I was just talking, and we never know who's listening. We're on BBS radio, and we're on a conference call. Now, we know who's on the conference call. We can see their names and their phone numbers. And I figure that on BBS, people just say, I wonder who this guy is, or they they come on and listen. And I used to want a big following. I used to. And 
and I came to the point where I personally don't want a big following, but it's probably good for the planet if I get a big following. And it's also good for the people to discover us because something amazing happens. And it took me years to figure this out. And when it first started happening, it was like I was in a fantasy world. I said, this can't be real. I'm communicating with this intelligence in another dimension that is answering questions like they're my friend. Not lecturing me, not talking down to me. And um, and they said there was a council of Elohim. When I looked up the word Elohim, it said one of the names for God in the Old Testament and the name the Mormons use for God. And, and th- these were conversations that occurred in 2002. Um, at the beginning. That was the very beginning. And it started out with a woman who was my new girlfriend. And if she was on the line, she would clobber me for calling her a girlfriend. She'd say, call me a personal relationship. And, and, um, And she kept interrupting me, saying, those guys want to talk to you again. And I would take out a tape recorder and ask questions. And when they said there was the Elohim, I said to myself, how do I know who they are? They can say anything. But I figured I would let it define itself by the way they answered my questions. And and I was very... Uh, how shall I say it? I treated them skeptically, like, like, how am I going to prove to myself who they are and what can they can do? And then about four months into it, there was a showstopper where they, my sister had a miraculous healing, which could only have come from them. And then the woman who was channeling left me in September of 2002. And I called my longtime friend and sometimes girlfriend. And she came over. In the middle of the night, she said, get the tape recorder out, which I did. And I, but I couldn't believe it. You know, she had known what was going on with Daphne, and uh, and she was always interested in channeling, and she said, get the tape recorder out, and a voice came through her that said they were the same source, and I couldn't believe it, and I started asking questions, and you know, when it first started, I thought that the person that was doing this had a a unique talent. And it never occurred to me that they were chasing after me. And 
then Terry started channeling, and and I had known Terry for years and years, and I used to think Terry was a really, really loving person. She was really spacey, but she was. Now I realize she was spacey because she wasn't in this realm, <laughs> and and. Uh, and I asked all kinds of questions, and eventually, eventually, Terry, um, I, I asked him, was Terry anybody, ever anybody famous? Because Terry was very shy. And they told me, look up St. Catherine of Siena. And when I did, I found out Catherine was this young woman that would go to this local church in Siena, Italy, and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was talking to them through her. And when she died, her her channelings were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, which became a classic of Catholic literature, and Terry was the spitting image of St. Catherine. And these are some of the things that happened that made me say, you know what, I think they're who they say they are. And, and I didn't know what to do. I wasn't about to start a religion. And uh, I asked them, so I think this is important. How do I put it out into the world? And they said, talk to one person at a time and it'll get its own legs. And so we've been doing these conference calls for years. And in a certain way, they've been experimental. And the way I just introduced this, I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. I wouldn't have been that forthright. But I know that's, I know what I'm saying is true. And the people who are regulars to our calls know it's true. They come to the calls, they they witness miracles, they feel energy, they get healings, and, and in general, they speed up their evolutionary path in this realm. And so, Monday is a wild card night, and um, tonight... I'm going to play an audio. It's 53 minutes long. I might go over a little bit. It was in 2012. And it says here, it's the Sedona Workshop Channeling with Daphne and Terry. And there were times when both women got together or one was on the phone and I did a workshop and it would go from one to the other. And uh, and so I'm going to start it right now. And and you can hear yourself. You know, Daphne, uh, who was the personal relationship number one, tends to be more, um, what's the word? precise when she channels. Her vocabulary, her diction, 
her authority and turn the things off eyes, if you would, okay? It's very precise. And Terry, Terry's on the line right now, is more um, sensitive. And she's much less aware that a bunch of people are paying attention to her. She just wants to bring through the best information for this realm. She's got a very high dedication to service and cares for people very deeply. And in some of our conversations with these sources, they said that Terry, way back when, on the other, you know, this is, you know, we all have incarnations and we live for a long time, from one lifetime to the next. Before she was in this realm, she was an angel in the heaven realms. And heaven realms is not exactly the way the Bible would describe heaven. Heaven is a place where people who die usually go through temporarily to get a life review and to help heal their wounds from the, their lifetime because many people get, have wounds as a result of being incarnated in this realm and traumas and whatever. And, and, and they're, they're kind of like deprogrammed and there's teams of angels that do that. And Terry was one of them. And she wondered, why is everybody coming here so screwed up? She decided to go into this realm and take a body. And then she got completely screwed up. And probably she's, this is one of the most advanced lifetimes she's ever had. Because she can be totally transparent. She can channel. And twice a week, we do live channelings. Wednesdays, Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. California. And Sunday morning at 10 a.m. California or Pacific time, and uh, and we cover the most amazing topics. And um, on that note, I'm going to start this. So Here we I'm going to do the shorthand one. And for new people, it may not trigger it because you didn't go through a long meditation. I'm giving you the idea though. Of energy, of energy, radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through the top of our head, through our bodies, and grounded into the center of the Earth. And right now we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature 
must leave now, and we create a silence for a moment until they decide to address us through the vehicle known as Daphne. Thank you. Amalgamations of density, of densification, you are sojourners, you are on a quest, point of your collective, indeed the point the end of this time is that you are no longer circumferenced by that which you would understand to be fear or your limitations. You are here this evening to fully realize in a cognizant way that you are more than the totality of your physicalized experience. Indeed, you are love, light itself, experiencing the enveloped body suit of a physicalized vehicle. This experience, which masquerades as the totality of some, total of your life is yet one gradient, one grade, if you will, in a vast cosmic school of galactic structure and import. What you experience now, what indeed the entire Earth plane is experiencing now, is an intense acceleration of those frequencies emanating from the supergalactic center of the universe, which affords opportunity for the biological mechanism through which your DNA evolves to carry more of the love light frequency embedded, embedded in the sacred geometry and structures of blood and blood flow. The circulatory system thus carries a res resonance harmonic 
then allows those honing patterns and honing frequencies within the very matrix and fabric of time-space and the planet Earth as it is connected to this time-space continuum for you to Unmuted. What happened when we we dropped out? No, 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 wait. I just stopped it. Can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Yes. Yeah. Um, is this too hard to listen to? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting all of it. It's a very high energy, and I'm hoping it'll get better, particularly when Terry comes on. Um, I, I like it the way it's going. You do? Yeah, I like it's it going. Too. It, it's doing fine. Okay. Okay, I'm just making like sure. Okay. Okay, here we go. Muted. Realize that you are fully part and parcel not only of the human family, but of the family of every sentient creature on the earth. This includes the animal kingdom, the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the David kingdom, and many others. You are part of the whole. Indeed, the concept of hologram is precisely this, that the totality is contained within the smallest piece, and the smallest piece likewise contains the totality. Have you questions for us this evening? Anyone have a question? Anyone have a burning issue or someone who's a conflict in their life? Hello? Yeah, um, we're working on it. Do you have a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do we need to? Uh, just say it. Speaking to? Yeah. I'll repeat it. As I reemerge and come back out to teach. This is from Jean Fitzsimmons, yes? Mm -hmm. As she reemerges and comes out to teach. Can you give me some response or guidance that would be helpful for me in my service. Can you give her some response or guidance that would be helpful for her in her service? And could you share what you're going to teach? Awakening to truth and love and letting go of anything that is between someone's oh. recognition and their oh. freedom. Awakening to truth and love. And letting go of and letting go of what's in between them and their freedom. And their freedom. That's her question. It's from Jean Fitzsimmons, who lives in Sedona. Thank you. Give us one moment, please. We organize the 
answer to your question as follows. As you embark upon this new chapter of your life, this newfound experience, you are being asked to come completely and authentically from a centered place and connection to self. There is nothing to prove. There is no one to impress. There is nothing to be sought after. There is no agenda. And in fact, there is no goal. Save one of service. When one can keep these fundamentals in the forefront of one's consciousness, one begins to understand that in every moment, as one allows oneself to experience the continuity and flow of time, one becomes part of the continuation of the time stream. In other words, one is able to become wholly W-H-O-L-L-Y and magnificently present. In other words, to pull oneself out of an experience and to try to detach and objectify oneself as if the experience were somehow canned, which is the modus operandi of third dimension. It is to somehow interrupt the total creative flow of what is possible because you dear heart, are moving beyond 3D and into 4D, 5D, 6D, 7D, an informed consent between your highest self and the genius of being completely present in the now. Allow yourself then to experience joy. Allow yourself to respond in the moment to the precise needs, to the precise timing, to the precise emotions, to the precise spontaneous outpouring, and if possible, when you become completely present in the present moment. You need to have no plan. You need to have no agenda. Simply, as when Adolf show up. When you show up, God takes over. Allow yourself to become as a vessel. Allow yourself to become as a hollow reed and let the will of divine force speak through you. In this way, your highest essence your highest abilities, your highest talents are activated and flawlessly and seamlessly availed. We hope this has helped you understand. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> there are many of us who've been driving.
What, what would you say your name and the city? Mary Ann Santer. Mary Ann Santer and where? In where Cottonwood? Okay, that's Mary Ann Santer in Cottonwood. And uh, say one sentence at a time, and I'll repeat it so she can hear it. Okay. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. We would like to know why. We would like to know why. And if there is a plan for all of this, if you don't mind me saying if, because sometimes people assume there's a plan and it's just a random association of potentials. Okay? Thank you. Did you get that? We understand the question to be one of geographic confluence of why a person or persons is drawn to a particular geographical locale. The answer to this is multifaceted and depends upon the level at which it's been examined. In response to a previous comment about some things being, quote, random, random gateways of potentiality, we, from this side of the veil, would, in your English parlance, take some issue with this. As the word random implies some kind of a separation from divine source. Nothing is ever truly random. Things can be seemingly random. But at some level, there is an organizing principle. There is an attracting force there is a geometric consistency. In the case of where people are attracted to a certain physical locale, and in this instance, the Sedona area and the rocks, it has long been noted that it is a, an anchorage kind of point and an amplification point for those emanations and those frequencies which find themselves centered in the southwestern United States. <coughs> One to look at a map. There is a confluence of angularity noted in the four corners. four states, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. This is no accident. This is, yes, divine design. Divine design signifies that the angularity of the four and the corner specifically 
is a basic harmonic of geometric structure that precipitates physicality into matter. Energy moves into matter at the vibration of the four. In physical geometry, this signifies the four corners. It is no accident, then, that many are drawn to the rock for corners. North of where you are is Flagstaff. The mountains there, the San Francisco Peaks, are approximately 7,100 feet high. The elevation of the Sedona area is approximately 4,000 feet. Notice again the four. The elevation of Phoenix is approximately 2,000 feet. If you look at the name, Sedona, turn it around. Anode. A-N-O-D-E-S. For those who have any background in physics or engineering, an anode and a cathode are part of circuitry. Again, no mistakes, no random occurrences. You are looking at a living circuitry in the area in which you now reside. You yourselves are living circuits. You have been drawn to this area because your biological circuitry is resonating with the Gaian birth circuitry. And the confluence of these factors has drawn you to the place on the earth where your circuitry most harmoniously fits in. You shall become activated in this place. It is as if the old code in your blood is being overwritten with a higher code. We hope that this has helped you understand. Thank you. Um, maybe we'll have one more question for the source through Daphne, and then we will. Uh, hang on, on. Hello. I'm here. I was going to have one more question for you, and then we'll move on and uh, bring our sources through Terry, and have a few questions, and then we'll say good night. Let me see. I think you've, you've had your hand up. So, what is your question? You what? You told me that this would be a good question for the attack from my dream. Okay. To ask you. Yes, Steve, right? Dave. Dave. Dave, who lives in Mesa, Mesa Arizona, who's having attacks in his dreams. 
And can you give a little more information about the attacks? Um, the first, it was only two so far. The first attack <coughs> was it took place in an area I've never been to before, and it, and it grabbed me from behind. You, you were physically in an area you weren't in? No, it was in my dream. It was an area that I've never been to. He was, he was in his dreams, and something grabbed him from behind. Okay, all right, well, we'll just, um, I'll leave it, I'll pass the ball to you. We come forth with the love, light, the vibration of the Christ consciousness, and we now surround this particular member of your with love, light, vibration. We would ask this member of your group to invoke Christ's protection and to join forces in a group prayer immediately following this session and to ask for any and all negativity to be removed from this person's place of residence place of work, and any associations that this person may have. This person requires a group consensus collective intervention. This person has started upon a new level and phase of growth in their spiritual assessment, and thus is facing karmic attack and patterns which are often on the path of people as they move toward the light. Ask for assistance. Teach this person the invocation. Align this person with those persons, for example, on a team shift call who can be of support. Thank you very much. And do we have any closing comments? It is our great honor and privilege to be able to address your group, your group holds together in thought and intention, a noble purposefulness, and a willingness to work collectively together in a seamless orchestration of those intentions and frequencies and harmonics <coughs> which allow the Christ consciousness of pure love, pure love light to filter down upon this earth and to make way for those changes which are so very necessary in every facet and dimension of your earthly experience. For each of you carries a special pattern and a special key and a special knowingness, special traits, special skill sets, 
and a love light vibration works perfectly and individually with each one of you in a way which is unique and irreplaceable. Do not think that your life should be other than what it is, for you are learning about your own divine perfection. You are made in the image of the one infinite creator. Honor the perfection which is within yourself. Uncover your own divine perfection. Bless each moment as it comes to you and see. Learn to see the perfection in each and every moment. There are two concepts which are not new concepts. They are old concepts. And we would draw your attention to them thusly. One is called abandonment to divine providence. And the other is the sacrament of the present moment. Understand that each moment is sacred and not to be wasted. And understand that whatever happens to you can, if worked with, for the highest good, be used to bring you ever closer to the divine perfection which you are moving toward. for the 
identify themselves through charity. Thank you. This is from Owen. And we feel and sense and are with each and every one of you. We are here and we are continuing the channeling that Daphne gave. And we are very thankful to have Daphne working with us and working with you as an instrument to bring through our messages and also to have Terry, as it is a very rare occurrence, to be able to express ourselves within the third density as it is, as we call it, density. Is it a very dense and lower frequency than we ordinarily are at. So we are a little bit hard to sense as we are in a sense out of the range of the individuals who are grounded in the third density. So we have allied with the Ra group who have had life experiences and know how to bring through a lower frequency. This increases our frequency range and hopefully gives us a better, larger footprint of frequency that will be easier to sense. Do you have questions? Okay. Yes. I don't know if this is too personal, but I've been asking. I want to know my purpose on this earth, and I search, and nothing comes through. I, I don't know. That's not too personal. Many people have that question. Okay. okay? And uh, I don't know if they're going to give the answer. Is it true only for you, or if they're going to give it in a generic sense, okay? So we'll just let them decide. What is your name, and where are you located? I'm living right now in Sedona, and my name is Vera Chifo. Give us a moment. You have located yourself in an area of vibration that helps to bring through energy and activation to yourself and in an area where you can interface with people that not everyone but some of the people will resonate with your frequency and you will be able to build contacts and to increase your own sphere and 
Build from where you are. Build day by day. Take the tally at the end of the day. And you might even write in love. What was it that resonated with you? What out of the day was the best thing that happened during that day? And as you mark this in your book, you can begin to see a pattern. The pattern will include things that you were interested in when you were growing up. Give us a moment. You carry within you the interests and the goal of what you hope to achieve and add to it present time, that in your present time you see moment by moment the creation of connection, of service, of reaching to the higher spiritual plane for answers. Give us a moment. In your book, put down the things that happened during the day that fulfilled you the most during that day. Also, write down your dreams. When you first wake up in the morning and what you can remember of your dreams as there are clues in your dreams as a feedback mechanism to you to help reaffirm your direction in your daily life. We hope that helps. Huh? Thank you. Thank you. Do you have another question? Yes, Pauline. Uh, yes, I want to ask to make a comment on how I can help to make my inner armor or that self that's holding on to the disease energy more fluid, start filtering it out more easily. Okay, she's asking, how can she uh, release her inner armor that's holding on to disease energy so she can release it more fluidly? Napoleon does healing and she picks up people's energies and starts to process it herself. So, um, thank you. Thank you. There are layers and there are deeper layers. 
and your outer layers can discharge the collected energy. It is energy with a twist on it, with the twist that has in another created the disease. So as you take it on, the twist is there, and you then store it as a capacitor stores electrical energy, and then you can take on more, and you store that at a deeper layer. Then the deepest layers are the ones of the storage of the energy that will leave last. The energy has a distortion in it that was created in the making of the disease in the other person. And when you move healing energy through yourself, if you can move the twist upon the energy, and we are working with you at this moment to do it, to remove the twist, the hook that locks that energy in and remove it and straighten out the energy we look for the word, energy pointers, the aligned energy that is aligned with the disease and straighten out the hooks in the energy. And we say it more than once because we are working with you to straighten out the hooks of the disease. And then it will be able to leave in a more harmonious fashion if it does not have the energy hooks on it that hook in. And this is easier said than done. Um, give us a moment. One of the things is to take a stand but make your stand about how much healing you will do or when. Make your stand fluid to go along with whatever circumstance you deem is imperative for you to heal the other person. And this is your choice. And people may ask you to come through and to heal someone for you, but it is your choice and it is your vitality that you are to some degree compromising when you take this on. And other people, if they 
have this done. We as the Elohim have a certain toolbox that we can use to come in and to help to take disease off people, but we do not always do it depending upon the individual's making of choices, the individual's ambience, where the individual is standing, because sometimes the individual has taken on the disease as a result of their own mental constructs. And if someone comes along and takes the disease away, then they will merely have the same mental constructs and will merely build it up again. Mm -hmm. And so the individuals need to learn a lesson to learn how to maintain a space that does not require that disease to balance their mental construct. So when you take a stand, you do not have to make a firm stand that is always in this circumstance, I will do this, or in that circumstance, I will heal, or no, I won't in this circumstance. Stay in present time and use it as part of your toolbox in any time that you feel that it is something you wish to do, not something that someone else wishes you to do. And it is hard to take a stand when people are asking and asking. And we get requests that we have to take all the circumstances into account, whether we will use our toolbox for this or we will use comforting or what will be our moving in and our healing mode. We hope that this provides some more looks at it, and we also see that you in moving in the energy that you've taken on from another to heal them, in moving it off of yourself, the outer layers first moving it to the inside, you can use pine trees to move the energy onto, as the pine trees have a lot of pointed needles, and therefore the pine can use that to disperse the energy off the points of the needles and mm. can be your helper in this. We give you one example. This is a situation that happened when Wynn had a had a toothache and Terry uh, 
could feel she's empathetic and could feel the pain and reached out her hand and took the pain into her arm. But then the pain began to disperse through the body and began to act like a drain, an electrical drain on her energy. So then what she and we did was to move the pain out from her onto the juniper trees. And the pain left wind, and then the pain that was dispersed and wasn't like a sharp pain, but was a dispersed drain on the system, moved it into the juniper trees, and the juniper trees then moved it off through the multiplicity of needles in the juniper trees. Lynn, can I stop it? Another question out there? Yeah. Let's stop it. You can't have it. Lynn, I think I heard you. All right, thank you. You have a, your, your, your voice is, uh, uh, sounds from an, uh, out of another dimension. Announce yourself. Would you like to say your name in our case? You're on BBS Radio. Yay. Hello, BBS. Hi, BBS. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. Janine Crossland from Salt Lake City. Hi, Janine. Hi, Janine. Hi, everybody. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. And welcome, everybody on BBS to Hope Planet Healing. Uh, welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? If you want to, welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Jyoti and Iqbal. Hi, Jyoti. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Hi, family. Hi, hi. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Wow. Roger and Austin. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hola, Juanita. Hi, Hola. Hi, Joy. Juanita, I love you. I know. She's sweet. She just has such a good vibe. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. So sweet. Yesterday, I was laughing when Deidre was reading her thing. Hi, so she said, Love Mo. I don't know where he lives. <laughs> I think he moved. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? 
Hi, it's Winnie Sedona, and I win. everyone on BBS. I win. If you're listening. I win. Terry, you know that was in 2012, that was and that was a live, a live show we did mm-hmm. in Sedona, and I think Daphne was on a telephone, and I was holding the telephone up to the microphone, and that's that's why it was so hard for her to hear, and those were people in the room that were hearing us for the first time, asking their question, and you know what I thought the whole call. It was worth it just for that tip on pine trees that Terry gave at the end. Yeah, and I think the whole call was was very energetic. Is Terry here? Not yet. Terry, are you here? No, she's not here yet. Everybody. That was a very good point, yes. It is 7.09. And I remember Terry. Let me see what Terry's doing. Okay. Okay. All right. And I thank all of you for being here. And if you're listening on BBS Radio, thank you for being here. Happy New Year, everybody on BBS. I believe Jackie is here, right? Yeah. All right. Hi, Jackie. Um. I haven't seen Bonnie yet, I believe. Yeah, Bonnie's here as well. Hi, Bonnie. Yes. Hi, I'm here. Yes. That was Jennifer. All right. Yep. Ben, are you back? Um, almost. <laughs> About you want, 30 you want, seconds. Yeah. You want to open or you want Jackie? Is, is, my, is my voice any better? Right now, it's good. At the end of the, at the, end of the other call, you were completely uh, electronically uh, muffled. Yeah. Terry? Come on. Everyone's waiting for you. All right. It's 710. Come on. Get off the phone. Muted. He's talking to the other boyfriend again. Hello. Hi. Yes, Jackie. All right. I think Terry is here. Terry, you got to get off right now. And then, um, and then let me know what happens um, in the update. Yeah, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Vin. Terry, people love talking to Terry. You know that? Yeah. I don't know. And, and Terry, let's talk <laughs> with the people. That's the problem. <laughs> we love hey, we're gonna, Vin, we're going to start, okay? So, Jackie, do the opening or you want to open it first, Vin? Um, I'll say a few words and then I'll turn it over to Jackie. Okay. Okay. And Jackie, you're present, right? I'm using the phone line. Yes. Okay. Cool. So then here we go. It is uh, not December. It is January the. 3rd. The recording has started. This is January third, two thousand twenty-one. All Planet Healing, and of course we're live on BBS. Two thousand twenty-two. Oh, I knew I I shouldn't have said that before. 2022. Okay. We're live on BBS. And if you listen to the last call, you heard that channeling. 
And the thing about these sources, the two group souls, the Elohim group and the Ra group, and throughout our history, both of these group souls have been interventions in this realm, and they were often thought of as God. And because they had the ability to project energy into this realm, they had the ability to rearrange molecules and atoms to, that would cause things to look like miracles. And we started having these phenomena. And because our planet was in such bad shape as right now, we have a, a planetary healing call, and their energy is on this call. So if you pay attention, you may feel an energy. And you can. some people feel it really strongly, and some people... When they first listen, they, they keep thinking, <laughs> am I making this up or is that it? So make your own decisions. But it's a rare opportunity to connect with these energies. And I turn it over to Jackie. Thank you, Wynn. That was a really nice introduction. I would like to uh, mention to everybody who might be new, from BBS that this is an open call, but those who come into this call consistently are driven to be of service and want to make this world a better place. And tonight and every evening, this call involves the collaboration of all of you who have joined us or who are listening to a future replay and our sources, the same ones you heard in the prior hour. And um, Wynn was talking about the energy on this call. As you repeatedly come into these calls, since these sources are working with us, you'll notice this higher energy field and that the, this field actually becomes tangible and your awareness becomes sense, will become more and more sensitive to when they join us on the call and pretty soon You'll be feeling them in your life, if you so desire. Now, we are going to officially open the call with an invocation by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite that invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God the one infinite creator. We ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection 
with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, after the invocation, um, since Winfrey and Terry Brown are both with us on this call, this is when they take a few minutes to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Win, welcome back to the call. Thank you. Um, well, you heard a recording of Terry channeling in 2012. And since the time that we started talking to these, these guys, and they don't really relate to us as God. They relate to us, and they said this, as our higher dimensional friends. And they have an interest in what happens on this planet. Um, they've explained, and I know this is true at this point, that everyone is on a spiritual path, whether they know it or not. And it doesn't have to do about what you believe. Uh, it has more to do with how much love you can give and receive while you're in a body. And you can either evolve on that path or you can stay where you are from one lifetime to the next, or you can devolve. If you do a lot of self-serving activity, then you create hurt and pain for others, and and uh, you get karma for it. So our calls actually help tune people in to their real path and what they can do to have the most evolution on this planet. You know, there's two games that take place on planet Earth. One is, how can I have more money? How can I have more lovers? <laughs> how can I have more power? And, and, and that path runs simultaneously with the path of how can I evolve? How can I become more aware of my own divinity? How can I lay a track for a better future, both in this life and in other lifetimes? And so this calls an opportunity to learn about that second aspect of yourself. And, and it doesn't mean you can't do any of the other stuff while you're in the, on the earth. But the 
key is is don't hurt people. Operate from the highest good of all concerned. If you want to make a lot of money, it's okay, but treat other people fairly, and and that way the two things can run concurrently. You don't have to sacrifice your humanness for your spirituality, and you don't have to sacrifice your spirituality for your humanness. And my partner, Terry, is just the most beautiful, loving person, and she exudes that love in whatever she does. And she's bringing through these messages and she's going to say hello. <laughs> she's not going to channel tonight. And Bonnie, Bonnie Penners is going to read a little excerpt from probably from one of her sessions that was done in the past that gives you a little more understanding of who these sources are. So I turn it over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Um, it's really an interesting life. It's since I've been working on with this, it's been um, bringing to a lot of cognitions, a lot of growth, a lot of personal growth to to do this. And I'm honored to be able to be part of it. And I really appreciate when he is a driving force behind this. And it wouldn't have happened without him. And um, it uh, makes a, a path for increased growth for everybody that connects with us. We have the channelings up on the spiritchannel.net. Back to Jackie or Wynn. <laughs> thank you, Terry, and thank you, Wynn. Um, that was really nice what you said. It it really got to the core of what the law of one is all about. Since we're all connected, we really want to treat others as we would want to be treated. So right now, we're going to hear something from the archives that Terry mentioned on thespiritchannels.net. And uh, Bonnie is familiar with these channeled messages that are archived. And chooses something special for us every night. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us today? Hi, thank you. Well, this particular transcript that I'm going to read from is also from 2012. And this Wednesday night call took place October 10th, 2012, was a question and answer call. And after Wynn calls in the light, we have a, first we have a greeting from Ra'on through Terry. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. This is October 10th, 2012 on planet Earth. Location, California is where we are centered. And I believe Wynn and Terry were living in Los Angeles at this time, maybe. Let me go on. However, we are also non-linearly connected 
and in contact with each and every person that wishes to have contact made with them wherever they may be and whenever they may listen to this channeling or they may read a transcript. It is our honor to have such contact and it is a sacred moment that we are able to make contact. Do you have questions? And when asked the first question that was submitted, and it is about power or energy contained in a well-formulated question. Much has been written and demonstrated about the energy contained in the asking of a question. A question is what seems to initiate our communication with source. And that may be because asking a question of source demonstrates we are taking the first important step towards source. We are acknowledging its presence. Can you explain the questioning process in terms of how it works, why it works, and when it works? And importantly, if you were to ask us as a group one important question, what would you ask us? And Ra'an, through Terry, answers, we are smiling. We like this question. When we are able to connect with you, it is a very important moment in time. We want the connection to be pertinent to you. We want the energy to flow. So we want it to be on a subject that you care about, that you are interested in, and you wish to know more about, because it is this interest that carries your vibration through the veil to us. So we determine what the topic will be by asking you to ask us. That will put us on the same page and will also allow us to provide an avenue for whatever growth we can for you and an avenue for you to expand in some area which you wish to expand into to know more about some area you wish to open up to release a stuckness and to grow what question do we have for you? And is that question for you personally? Or is it a question for the group? We are here. We are visiting in your density. As we are from the 10th density. And we then are vibrating in your sphere. We are vibrating with you if you wish that. If you do not wish that, then we do not interfere with your choices. Could you repeat any part of the question that is still open? When? Well, if you were going to ask us as a group 
one important question, what would that be? I think he's saying, from your point of view, who is looking at us, if you had a question for us, what would it be? Ra'an. If we had a question for you, our question would be nothing that we were trying to elicit information from you as we are able to obtain information, but it would be something that would allow you to think further about your future. What do you envision your future growth to be when and if you were to realize that you continue? You continue after the transition, after you end your, after your body passes on and you, as a being, continue. What do you or how would this change your life if you envisioned your life as continuing after that? We would ask that question with the hope that it would trigger more thoughts in the area, more investigation as to how you direct your life so that you can make a smooth transition. It could make differences in the way you live your life, in the way you connect with those you love, in the way that you collect things that you may not be able to take with you. That is our answer. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I love you all. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Bonnie. That was a great message tonight and great advice as always. And I love it when they say they're smiling. Now, in our next (laughs) In the next portion of our call, we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who uh, tracks the most recent earthquake and volcanic events that have occurred on our planet. And this is because our sources have asked us to keep not only ourselves informed, but keep them informed of these current activities. And they will add their energy to our efforts to soothe Mother Earth. Now, the best way we can do that, they've suggested, is to send a very calming energy. So as Jennifer guides us over the Earth's surface to each of these areas of concern, let's gather and focus that calming energy to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, as we always do, I'd like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us across the globe and help us increase our intention for calming. Tonight, of course, we're going to start in Hawaii, as we usually do, because there's always activity there. And just a short while ago, maybe an hour ago, there was a 4.3 at Pahala, and that's a little bit of an uptick from what has been occurring there. Typically, the the activity's been in the twos. So, <clears throat> and also there were 
30 earthquakes in this one area. Of course, most of them were, were twos and less, but this 4.3 is a bit of an uptick. And then the only other activity on uh, the island today was there was a 2.1 up on Mauna Loa, and everything else was quiet. So let's just take a quick moment and send our calming energies down, and especially to what we can't see, that area under Pahala, um, just it's all sorts of little fracture zones through there, and the lava flows. And let's just send calming down to the whole region. Now we're going to head south to the uh, New Zealand area. New Zealand itself was pretty low level today. They just had uh, two and a couple of threes. We moved northward up to Fiji. We had a 4.5. And a little bit further north at the very top of this fault line is Tonga. And they had a 5.0 today. Now we're going to turn towards the west and move along the islands there that are north of Australia. We come to Vanuatu, and there is 6.0 there. Moving westward, we come to Papua, Papua New Guinea, and this is the left side of the island, Papua. They had a 4.2. And then over to Indonesia, where we had fours today, just fours, and Semeru is at it again. It's erupting today. It's really been causing a lot of headaches for the people that live around there. And now we're going to turn towards the north. We're going to go up to Taiwan. We had a 5.0, and then right after that, we had a 6.2. <clears throat> so the intensities seem like they're picking up somewhat. Um, instead of fours and fives, we're having fives and six, you know, so it's all. Uh, relative around the ring of fire. Moving northward to Japan, we had a 5.8. And this was out on the Bonin Islands. I don't know if it's Bonin or Bonin. Bonin Islands, I think. And then moving north to the area that is Kamchatsky, it's owned by Russia. We didn't have any activity earthquake-wise, but we did have a volcano there. Shadlach was erupting. Moving across to Alaska, 4.4 out on Fox Island, which is out on the Aleutians, and threes on the mainland. So that actually was a pretty good day in Alaska. Moving down through Canada, nothing reported, into Washington, and we had a little bit of rumbling at Mount St. Helens, and then down into, nothing in Oregon. Down into California, we had a couple of small uh, 3.0 and a 2.7 <clears throat> at the Mendocino Triple Junction, just offshore at uh, Petrolia, California. And this is the area where the San Andreas comes onto land, and it's at the apex or the bottom, I should say, not the apex, it's the bottom of this uh, triple where three different plates come together. And then moving down through California, actually it was a rather quiet day. Uh, San uh, Geysers region are always rumbling. San Andreas Fault was quite low level today. Let's send more calm there. And then down into Southern California, everything was under two. 
Um, and then on the <clears throat> eastern side of the state, we have the the Walker area that is still having low levels, Long Valley Caldera, and also Ridgecrest. And that's about it for California. And before we leave the states, I do want to mention, of course, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. These are caldera states for Yellowstone, and they're always vibrating. We just send calm. And also, I want to mention Puerto Rico had a 3.7 in uh, the Caribbean there, but that was about all. There was just some low-level twos other than that. Moving back over to Mexico, we had fours. Down through Guatemala, nothing seismic, but we had fuego. And the rest of the uh, Central America, we had threes. Moving down into uh, Colombia, South America, we had Nevada del Ruiz erupting. Ecuador, we had 3.7 offshore and San J and Reventador erupting. Peru, we had a 4.3, 4.1, and a 4.0, and Sabancaya erupting. Argentina, we had 4.4, and we're going to come down around the southern tip of South America and head up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And when we get all the way up to about the latitude of where the Canary Islands are, right on the fault line there, we had a 4.7, and they're calling that the Northern Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And then moving across through Europe, Europe was quite quiet today. We did have some swarms at the Strait of Gibraltar, and then moving across Spain, France, and Italy, we had two, 3.1 in Romania, twos in Greece and Turkey, 3.5 in Iran, and a 4.4 in China. And then that brings us back to where we started out. And I want to say thank you to everyone for participating, and especially our, our listeners on BBS, if you've not heard this before. I really want to say thank you very much. And I'll send y'all back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where he addresses a lot of those other issues that also concern us. But for right now, the phone lines will be unmuted and you have the opportunity to put your request or concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you are listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns into the light. And thank you all so much for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. I would like to like bring forward. Uh... Go ahead. Uh, okay, thank you. This is Cecil. Uh, I'd like to put myself into the light uh, for uh, healing of my uh, left shoulder and forearm. Uh, I slipped on the ice about an hour or so oh. ago and landed hard. Um, Ooh. I uh, appreciate that very much, and I appreciate all that the, that our sources have, have done for me and my family in the past. So thank you very much. 
Cecil, do you have a did you get a violet ray? No, I did not. Okay. If you did, I would tell you to use it, you know? Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Go uh, ahead, Joe. Cecil, uh, we uh we talked about this man, no ice skating after dark. You know, so you uh, gotta, gotta get you. <laughs> It wasn't dark yet. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? Okay, my bad. All right, so just be careful next time. All right, I would like black, to put it to a light. <laughs> you, you'll Go be ahead. good by morning, like like brand new. <laughs> Thank you. All right, and uh, I would like to put it to a light. All the um, energy systems operating on our beautiful Mother Earth and ask for the, all the being enhanced with uh, life-giving and uh, life-supporting properties and vibrations and frequencies for the highest and greatest good. I would like to ask for the assistance for the maintaining of the world peace and separation of uh, the human family and AI at all times for the highest and greatest good of all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, everybody. It's me, Juanita. I really wanted to put everybody on this phone line into the love, into the light, our whole Planet Healing family, especially Wynn and Terry for their hard work and highs, um, for his kindness. He was the first one that I spoke to, but everybody, just our little, our family that's growing. And I also want to put myself into to the love light for my um, evolution and my layers of healing. And my aunt, Joanne Perez Diaz, and our ancestors, descendants, and our loved ones, and all of our families and our families and the Earth Healing, and all the uh, other organizations that need a lot of help from voters' rights to uh, using our voice and our homeless organizations, the veterans, the senior citizens, and also the children. And I want to put Mother Earth, of course, into the love, into the light, and that she heals um, and, and, and definitely speedy recovery to all of us. And on and her too, and the galaxies and the cosmos as well. Thank you. Tommy, San Jose, asking for support and protection for Sydney Powell and Mike Rundell, and for Mike Rosser. Thank you. Hi, this is Jennifer. <clears throat> I'd like to put everybody on this call into the heal onto the healing list for whatever the individual's need is. I also want to extend this to our family, our loved ones, and our BBS listeners as well, and our pets, who we all love so dearly. Um, I want to mention by name Winnie Terry, that we send them lots of love light and send Terry some healing vibes for her cold. And I want to mention Cecil and Betty, and I think Mr. Cecil needs an extra dose of healing tonight. We all send him lots of love and light and make his boo-boos go away. And I'd like to mention Monica and Larry, Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Willow and White Dove, and Phyllis in Washington, and Joe T. in Washington, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby, who all need healing right now. And I'd like to put Hyatt in the love light, Kathleen, Mimi for healing, Maxalina for healing, 
And I want to jump on that bandwagon and add myself to the love light. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Lauren. This is Lauren. Uh, Go, Lauren. Are you still letting people call in or not? Are you done? Yeah, yeah, let me speak right now. Uh, The uh, uh, solar flare that came out of the sun has started coming by. It's uh, it's, uh, scheduled to peak out sometime tomorrow. And it's not hitting us directly. And thank you. (laughs) Anybody that's involved in that one, diverting that. And the... so uh, uh, the radiant energy, electromagnetic energy, et cetera, you know, the, the basic soup <laughs> that's real, that can be uh, made very beneficial, all we have to do is direct that energy. So, uh, uh, so I'm suggesting here that uh, uh, individually and we as a group uh, utilize it uh, for the, uh, to amplify what we're doing right now. During these calls. That's all. Muted. And I think we should also ask that our sources help to divert any uh, flares and corona mass ejections from the sun to not hit the earth. Okay? Which has been a possibility that would really cause a lot of nightmares if they did. And we thank them. Um, we got to go through a very quick um, visualization. And when we do this, we ask for the support of our sources in creating more positive outcomes for our planet. Because right now, we're in somewhat of a quandary, as most people know. And um, and we start out by just circling our planet with our group energy, which includes part of the Elohim group and part of the Ra group. And we're going to project energy down to the surface of our planet like repeater stations of the Christ energy, the grace energy, love light energy. And and as it hits the surface of the planet, that it can lift the vibration where it's ever it's able to be received. And we focused for a moment on the humans who are service others, on the children who and the young people who are the hope for our future, on the plant life, the trees, the bushes and the grass, and everything else, who receive the energy from the higher realms and and bring it through their leaves, their branches, their stems and their roots into the earth. 
And we go to the insects and those insects that are part of the balance of nature. We ask for the survival of those species to the um, fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go through the surface of the earth and we connect with the energy or the soul of Mother Earth, which fills the entire interior of our planet and penetrates through the surface. And we send healing to Earth for all the processing she has to do of all the activities on her surface and perhaps even the interior as well that are out of balance. We go to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in earthquake potential, earthquakes potential volcanoes and fault lines, which are the potentials for the future. And we send calming energy We go back to the surface of the earth and we go to the earthquakes again and we're doing the earthquake zones, the fault lines and Jennifer did the activity of today, the last 24 hours. And we're going to go to the ring of fire the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean send a huge column of light that penetrates through the ground and brings calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. And we bring a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter penetrating through the ground and bringing calm. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, which stretches from the North Pole through Iceland, down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, thousands of miles, as far down as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light going through the water, into the ground, underneath the water, and sending calm energy to all the fault lines in that zone. We go to all the other fault lines all over the planet, ask our sources to help find them, and send calm energy to each one. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth needs to release stress can happen gradually and away from population centers. 
we go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We start off with the coronavirus and its mutations. And we ask that it can be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they can be strengthened. And we go to the vaccines and ask that any toxic elements in the vaccines can be disabled. We go to human awareness and discernment, and we ask that more humans can become aware of what's going on on this planet and goes beyond what the media is telling people, and that they can become aware of the negative agendas and realize that they're being tricked. We ask that more humans can become aware of the energies and the intelligences in the higher realms that are service to others that are here to help us, but their help has to be requested. And we ask that that occurs. We send blessings to all of humanity and to the collective consciousness of humanity and that this planet can move into the most positive futures and a world that we all would want our children to live in. We go to the droughts on our planet and we ask that the droughts can have rain and fill the reservoirs and water the crops and quench the thirst of animals. We go to the government of our planet. We ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and cared for. Benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, integrity, and ethics. We ask that those countries and groups which are adversarial to each other can find ways and means of resolving their issues without violence.
and we ask for interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic substances that are impacting humans, like radioactivity, nanobots, radio frequency waves and microwaves that are harmful, chemtrails, and anything in food, air, water, or medicines that's toxic may be transmuted. We finally bring the energy to ourselves. We see the energy flowing through the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth. And we see this energy landing right on our own personal rooftop. This is the Christ energy the energy of grace. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home and ask it to transmute any negativity, turning our home into a sacred place. We bring that energy around the outside of our home, protecting us from any negative vibrations in the world around us. And finally, we bring that energy through our bodies, through our chakra systems, opening our chakras, expanding our field, Activating our DNA. And we remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. We thank you all for being here and helping to create this energy because this is a group effort holding this field on our planet. And we're going to end the verbal part of the call and leave the lines open for anyone that wants to hold this space for as long as they like. We remind you that when you do this, our sources will stay present with you. 
and help hold the energy. And we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.